What's up, everybody? It's Sis here with another episode. I hope everything in your life has prospered and manifested the way that you have dreamed it or imagined it to be. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in at such a late date for us, guys. You know this is not our normal drop date, but things fucking happen, okay? My life was just like boom, bam, pam in a matter of 42 seconds and I lost it all, guys. Like I had to completely get my life together because I'm like, what the hell? I didn't know what was going on. So that's neither here or there. Thank you for tuning into this episode. We are going to be talking about me. We're going to be talking about the things I've been through, the things I've witnessed, people I've come in contact with, different opportunities, basically what molded and created me, Jennifer Andrea. If you know me now, then you still need to listen to this episode because you need to know who I was before to know how I have became the person I am today. So if you are interested in this, if you are eager to know, wow, that is why she is she sis is sis this is why and this is what makes her her so tune in that's all i could say guys just tune in grab your drink grab your smoke put the kids to bed and put some headphones in or shit put me on a bluetooth put me on a speaker because somebody needs to hear me <laughs> so just tune in all right here I am born and raised in the DMV area I am considered a system kid I was in the system till I was about seven years old let me tell y'all guys something the system was designed for us to fail they don't care what happened within those walls until you're no longer a check for them okay I had one foster family that she was so mean she would have us eat oatmeal breakfast lunch and dinner with nothing in it like boil the water dump it in and mix it up make it thick eat it type shit one family she would sit us, we were like three, four years old. She would sit us in the middle of the floor in pitch dark. And we were talking in our bedrooms in the middle of the floor downstairs by ourselves and make us sit in that chair. We couldn't talk. We couldn't get up. We couldn't ask to go to bed. We were in that chair for hours. It was like 10 o'clock at night to like six, seven in the morning till the sun came up. You know what I'm saying? So shit was fucking hell. And then thinking adoption was going to be any better I was fucking fooled like it was not it was not everything it was set up to be it was pretty on the outside like there was a mom a dad a child you know what I'm saying it was a family but that's all it was it was pretty once you stepped into the mix of it it was like okay hold up whoa this is not what you told the judge, you told the social workers, you told my people what it was going to be. 
this is not this is not what needs to be happening so <clears throat> being a system kid it comes with its downfalls the rebellion the backlash the everything that comes with it is just hell all wrapped up into a person so i'm going through that i am i end up getting expelled in the 6th grade for doing something stupid, going to return to school, leaving the state with my family at the age of 13, coming to Houston, Texas, okay? New environment, new people. If you are a girl, you know what I mean. I am about 13 years old. Actually, I am freshly 13 years old. Okay, I am now a woman. I'm seeing things in a whole new light. So, what's up? I'm here. Hello, it's me. <laughs> and that was my attitude. People would look at me like, what's wrong with her? Nothing. You're not going to do nothing. Like, I was just so snobby, so ready for anything at all times when it was just like, Yo, you don't even have to be like that. Would you calm down? Are you okay? So I end up meeting this nice young lady and she was just like me till today. She is just like me. And oh my gosh, when I tell you guys that it was like she was placed in my life for a reason, I would say something and she'll be like, yep, I know. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even finish what I was saying. And she knew exactly. You know, it was just like two peats in a pod. So we became extremely close. And I ended up going to her house. I always seen her with this one dude. And knowing who she was, I'm like, okay, that's her man. Like, <laughs> that she got dibs on that. And he drives us to her house one day. And he's like, you looking nice today. Mind y'all, I'm like 14. He's driving. So he's like, you like you looking nice today. I'm like, thanks. And we get out the car and she's like, girl, he is so into you. And I was like, girl, that's all you. What the fuck? She was like, bitch, that's my brother. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I'm thinking like the whole time they're together and whole fucking time they're related. So I'm like, what the hell? How old is he? He look grown as hell. She's like 17. Okay. <laughs> so me being rebellious and just out of there, I'm going for it and end up taking wrong turns and doing things that I shouldn't have done. At this time and point, I am now sexually active. The world is literally a whole new place for me. I ended up being so scared of my decision of being a woman, I guess you can say. I wrote a note to my mom, told her what I did, and she put the fear of God into me, y'all. Like, she took me to get some evaluations done at the doctor. She had me prayed for. I believe she told my grandparents they were just so disappointed. <laughs> like, it was just, 
all over the place. So like I stopped, like I wasn't, I didn't keep going. Like that wasn't something that I was just into. So one thing that I did keep up with that she just was not feeling or none of my family was feeling was the boys. Because let me tell you something. I was not a girly girl by far. I don't care about the cheerleading. I didn't care about the dances. I didn't care about none of that. Like, I want to go chill. I want to go watch a movie. I want to go just chill. Like, let's go chop it up. Like, I don't feel like doing all the drama, the competition. Like, that was not my scene. So, that being said, I chose to run to run with the boys, to run with the guys, because it was just an instant connection. It was like, oh, you want to chill? Shit, me too. Shit, let's go chill. When girls was like, you want to chill? No, bitch, I want to go to the mall and shop. I don't have the money to shop. You don't have the money? Like, bitch, no, I don't have the money. Like, I don't. Like, I'm, can we just go to the house and watch a movie, eat some snacks and watch and chill? Like, no, that's boring. Okay, so you go do that, and I'm going to go do this. And running into somebody that enjoys doing what I'm doing, that's an instant vibe. That's an instant connection. They didn't understand that. They instantly thought, oh, you want to be with all these boys. You're not a virgin anymore. You out here being fast. When that was never the case. Like, if you was to run into one of my homeboys and you ask them if they ever had feelings for me or if they wanted to, you know what I'm saying, do any extracurricular activities with me, they look at you so disgusted because it's like, yo, that's one of us. Like, that's sis. Like, you tripping right now. Like, you dumb for even asking that. You know what I'm saying? Because it was never, ever like that. I remember being so, 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 so embarrassed one time, guys, that I did not want to go to school the next day. I am in high school and I'm chilling outside with a bunch of my friends. Mind you, I run with boys. So it was like four or five boys outside with me. I'm literally sitting outside waiting for my mom to pull up because she was picking me up from school. I think I was in detention or something. I think I was in studying. We're going to say I was in studying because this sounds better. Knowing me, I was probably in detention and said I was studying so I didn't get in trouble for being in detention. But I probably went to both trying to knock out two birds with one stone. Let me tell y'all, I was smart, okay? I would go for detention for two hours and then go for studying for two hours and say that I wasn't studying for four hours. Boom, bam, clack, done, period. Like, don't talk to me. <laughs> so she I'm waiting for her to roll up and I'm by myself at first just chilling and everybody just seems to you know what I'm saying rotate to me just just crowd to me it was just a connection just a vibe like it's energy and she hated it so she roll up I'm sitting outside on the bench it was like four or five dudes around me we chopping up chilling um here she go do y'all know what this looks like? Jennifer, come here. Do you know what this looks like? This is your reputation. You sitting out here around all these boys being fast. And it's like, you doing the absolute most right now? And I was waiting on you. I've been out here for like an hour now. Like, hour past the time that I told you I was going to be done. The past, hour past time you said you was going to be here. So really, you late and you, you doing all this towards me. Like... 
you can't get mad about the people like you out here. You you acting like I'm out here sitting on their lap on this bench, just in their face, ha ha he he rubbing off. Like nah, like we all out here sitting and chilling, like laughing. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody jump, ain't nobody move when you pulled up, ain't nobody doing nothing. So why you gotta, you know what I'm saying, to be extra? So I get in the car, we go home. And it's just weird. It's just always a weird vibe. Like, ever since I became sexually active, it was just, like, all eyes on me 24-7. But not really because I got away with so much. At the time, yeah, I was sexually active, but I wasn't really doing much. I was so much into just being normal. Like, I wasn't allowed to go outside and spend a night at a friend's house. Like, I wasn't allowed to be normal. So that's what I would spend my time doing, guys. Like, I would go out and meet people, meet friends, like, have instant connections, have instant, you know, like, mini networking. Because it was like, yo, you never know who you can run into. You never know what people are going to become. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people till today, like, I, can, I ran into them at... KFC or the supermarket and it's like it was like oh hey what you getting oh I need that too like oh and we exchanged numbers through conversation and now they're big and you know what I'm saying they're they got their own businesses it's like yo I wouldn't have ever met you if I would never went to Walmart that day so I had to do that on my own accords they didn't like that so when they did have eyes on me it was always a very 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 strict schedule and procedure literally homework church I was not kidding last episode guys like no games so the only thing I was involved with the only thing I was allowed to be involved with was ROTC y'all will say okay that's discipline okay sis we see you go ahead you get your United States military on we see you I was only in that class because there was a boy that I had my eye on. Okay. Let me tell you guys something. There was a guy that I had my eye on since freshman year. Okay. First day of school, August 24th, 2010. I seen this dude coming out of the band and, um... What was that hallway, the band and drama hallway? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's him, Lord. I'm going to marry him. I'm a, I need him. <laughs> like, that's mine. Like, I don't care what, what's to come. That's mine, period. So that was, like, literally my fixation. I wasn't fixated on nobody else, so I wasn't really out here doing the most. I found out he was in ROTC, and I didn't have to take gym. That's two birds with one stone. I told y'all I'm smart. Let me go ahead and take this class. Be with him for a good 53, 56 minutes. Let him see my beauty. Let him hmm, fixate on my, okay? So, it was just, it worked. <clears throat> my mom knew about this dude. Like she, And it's weird because she kind of approved of him in a sort. It was weird. But... That was it. It was ROTC, so it wasn't as bad as it seemed. It was just like, damn, that's it. But it kind of worked out in my favor, I guess. So, high school starting. 
Well, it has started, and my ninth grade year is halfway over. We're, like, in the middle, and it's time to go. We're in seventh period, and it's time to go. The teacher not really understanding that it's 2.15 in this TTG. It's time to go. She wants to start teaching a whole new lesson. But what she's not understanding is that sis is on punishment. Don't ask me what for. I don't remember. Shit. I don't even think my mama remember. All I remember is that I heard the word you punishment. You punish until I say otherwise. And she ain't never said otherwise. So sis still punish. The bell rings. Everybody get up to leave. I need everybody to sit down. I need everybody to sit down. It's time to go. If the bell don't dismiss you, I dismiss you. I had a very <clears throat> slick tongue. Okay? I let I let things in my mind roll off very quickly, very easily, without a hesitation, without a doubt in it. Like, I don't care. Like, you gonna, I got to say something, and you got to hear it. <clears throat> and that wasn't always good. <laughs> But it was just, it's just who I am. So, Miss Teacher, you're in my way. I got to go. If I miss my bus, you're not going to give me a ride home. If I have to get a ride home, walk or call my mom, your ass not going to be grass. That's me. So, can you please move? You can go sit down. Okay, so what's about to happen, Miss Teacher? I'm small. I'm very little. I'm about to slide past you. I'm going to open that door. I'm not going to touch you. Neither is the door. And I'm going to leave. You can handle whatever you need to handle after I'm gone. But what I'm telling you is I'm leaving. You're not going to leave until I say, I don't want to hear what you got to say. I'm, I left. Just like that. I leave the classroom. Everybody leaves. She goes down to the administrative office. She tells the people that I have physically touched her. I hit her, she fell, she scarred, she damaged. They expelled me from the school without a hesitation. There was no question, there was no video, there no nothing, like, no nothing. So, I get expelled. I have to spend the rest of my ninth grade year and half of my 10th grade year in alternative school. Now, at this alternative school, we could not talk, we could not wear colors we had to wear the same shirt every day same pants like no like if it was shoe if it was shoestrings like it had to be double tie like type shit um no jewelry it was just jail basically it was cold as fuck like the food was gross like it was just horrible so when I came back to regular school for like the end of my 10th grade year I had to make my mark because y'all see me in the beginning of my ninth grade year, but y'all don't even know who I am no more. Y'all have missed me, so I'm here. Hello, it's me. <laughs> so I had to make my mark. I had to show them this teacher. I had to show my future teachers and my current teachers who I was and who they will get to teach and who they will get to have in their life. And boy, did I make my mark. Okay? So... During the summer before my junior year, I met a guy, and me and this guy hit it off, 
And I thought being, I want to say 17 years old, he was my everything. Like you get what I get. You understand me. Like I don't have to ask for nothing. Like you're cool. Like he was okay. In the 17 year old eyes, he was everything. He became basically like a best friend to me. So if it wasn't my best friend who house, I would always be at because I would never be home, guys. My mom's was never there. She would go to work and come home at like 6.37-ish. And like she was married, but dude would never come out the room. Like he was mad weird, but he would never come out the room. So... Our house was very dead, very just cold, dry, just ill. So, and don't get me wrong, y'all, we had everything. We had a big old dining room table. We had a big old sectional, big screen TV, entertainment center, kitchen full of food. I had my own bedroom because, like, everyone went off to college. I had my own bathroom. Like, it was cool. Laundry room, it was it was cool. But nobody was there. So it was just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm finna go somewhere where I can talk to somebody, goddamn. Like, where I can sing in the shower and they laughing my full ass. Like, we ended up being sexually active and I winded up pregnant. Guys, during the time of me being pregnant, Or should I say getting pregnant? (laughs) My people did the most. Like, I called myself running away from home. Imagine the McDonald's and Burger King where you are across the street from each other, okay? That's where my house was and my boyfriend's house and my ex-boyfriend. And um had to clear that shit up and speak that shit. Look, <laughs> um, if you if you think about it, it was literally across the street. I called myself running away, packing my stuff, and leaving. And the police was called. She was speaking in tongues down the road. Just it was just like the absolute most. She put certain procedures in place to where it kind of ruined his life, I want to say almost, because the stipulations is where he couldn't be a certain distance from me. Me and dude rode the same bus. We went to the same school. We damn near lived in the same neighborhood. Like, your stipulation is basically saying he can't do none of that. Like, they got to move. He can't go to that school. Like, what school he supposed to go to? Like, he, like he got to change his bus. He can't ride the bus no more. Like, I got to move my. Like, it was just so much bullshit. Like, but being a minor, I had to stand for it. So that night, I ended up getting pregnant, and not knowing I was pregnant, I had a slight, slight, slight feeling that something was off because I was never late. My cycle always came on time. I did not get one, okay? In the month of January, I did not get one. 
and I knew something was off, so I called a family member, and I asked them a question, and they freaked out on me. In a calling my sisters and I think my sister like slipped and mentioned it to my mom and she came home with a pregnancy test flipping out and she's like let's go pee I'm like I don't need to go to the bathroom she looks at me I said you know what I did just I did just take three cups of apple juice to the head so I'm gonna just come with you to the bathroom right now so we go to the bathroom, we're waiting. She calls in her son, which is weird Good for moral support. Finally, I'm pregnant. She's like, put your shoes on, let's go. And I'm like, where are we going? She's like, to tell him. To tell who? The baby's father. To tell him you're pregnant. Can I tell him tomorrow? We go to the same school. Like, <laughs> like we don't... She was like, no, we tell him now. I'm like, wow, okay. So, mind you, I've already been mentioning to him that I may have been pregnant. So, he was kind of aware. So, when we got there, I'm like, signing Sam, like, she knows. And he's like, okay, what are we finna do? You kicking her out? She moving in? And she would not answer that question. <clears throat> Excuse me, she would not answer that question. But she is like, no, she's staying at home. Is your mom here? Like, there was no one here but him. So we ended up leaving. That was that. My daughter ended up coming premature. And she was about the size of both of my hands. She had to stay in the hospital. She had a lot of complications. They told me. She was not going to live a normal life if she lived past the age of three. They told me she was going to need physical therapy all her life. She was going to have no mobility. She was going to be mentally retarded. They gave her no possibility, okay? When I tell you that she is the most beautiful, outrageous, normal, like, and don't get me wrong, all children are normal. Like, I don't, this is just me. Like, they told me that my baby was not going to be who she is today. And she is the total opposite, guys. She is amazing, okay? Nothing short of a freaking miracle. She got the love, you know what I'm saying? She got the crib, and everyone did everything for me. She got the crib and the car seat. She had babysitters. She was just very welcomed. When I got pregnant with my son, it was a completely different story. Okay, first of all, I had him basically alone. I was there with my sister, but basically I was alone, you know? Like, I had him walking down the steps of my mom's apartment trying to get to the EMS so I was alone and then I was left in the hospital alone so that whole experience was just completely gross for me okay um I experienced homelessness I was I started in teen shelters okay 
I was about, I want to say 18, 19, 18, no, I was 19 years old and I had entered my first shelter. And since then, it's just been an on and off uh, situation, you know, um, homelessness, then shelters, home, other people's home, my home, shelter, other people's home, shelter, home. Like it was just annoyingly inconsistent. Okay. And mind you, I had children, so no one had time for that. That shit was just for the fucking birds. There was a time where I had to let my sisters take care of my kids because I was sleeping on the concrete ground, guys. Like I was alone by myself in the cold, sleeping on the ground because of people's decisions and my actions. Like, I'm not going to sit here and blame everything on everybody. Like, I did some pretty fucked up shit to leave me in some fucked up situations. So, I had to take what I was given like a big girl. Like, I did it like I was big and bad. I had to take that consequence. I had to take them actions. So, being being that I took that route, I ran into a lot of people. I made a lot of connections. I can say... Being homeless, I've ran into so many different people at the Galleria and at Walmart and just stopping and having a conversation and exchanging contact information. Till today, I know some pretty fucking famous people. (laughs) I know some amazing folk out there. And it's because I decided to come outside of my comfort zone from where I was trying to be placed, where they needed me to be. But creating the person that I was meant to be, I I know I know these people. I'm connected with these people. If I need something, I know that they're there. If I need to go somewhere, I know that I have that connect. I know that there is no doubt that I can make something happen because of the people in my corner. And being that, it has opened many opportunities for me because, and you have to excuse me, I'm feeding my baby as I'm recording Life of a Gen Z Mom, man. Okay, multitasking. Life does not stop because I have to record. (laughs) But anyway, if you stop and you think about it, if I was not presented with the decision that I made for myself, I would not met this person. I would not have these opportunities. Yeah, it was pretty messed up. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have I shouldn't have been over there doing the most to have me end up in a shelter. But look, I'm in the galleria. I ran into you. We've exchanged contact information and Now I know that you got my back and I can call and I know I have a job. I can call and I know that I have connections. Like there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that it's possible. Okay. So (laughs) grateful for that forever, forever, forever grateful for that. Being that I had to go through and experience so much, it made me into the person I am. I'm very blunt, you know what I'm saying? I do not hold my tongue no more because with me holding my tongue, it allowed people 
to think that they can get over, to think that they can take advantage, to think that I'm weak. And that's not what I said. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no, we're over here. So I had to man up. I had to fucking hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to create me. Like I told y'all, my mom was like home, but she wasn't really home. She had other activities. I was not a focus. I was not a priority. I was her child. No, I was, yeah, I was her child, but I was not a child. So her obligation and responsibility to me was out the window. Like she can care if I was coming or going. So I had to be me. You know what I'm saying? I had to stop and erase the entire picture of the person I was brought up to be and say, okay, who are you? What do you want to be? What do you want people to see you as? How do you want to interact with people? And I had to mold myself. Okay, do y'all hear me? I had to mold myself. Okay, be kind to others. Don't look at people like that in the supermarket, Jennifer. That's not nice. Okay, you you didn't have to say that. Like, I literally had to coach myself and teach myself and pray, keep myself, keep my face to God because I'm not feeling a lot of y'all. Without him, none of this is possible. I don't care what you believe in, what you, I don't don't really want to get into that. But understand something. Without God, none of this is possible. It's not the universe manifesting, helping you manifest. No, they've done that. They done that to make it perverted. This is God's doing. Once He stops, it stops. The universe stops. Once God stops, the universe stops. But we're not going to get into that. That's another episode. But look, <laughs> if I was not raised the way I was raised, if I was not presented with the opportunities I was presented, if I chose a different route in life, I wouldn't be where I am today. And that's a multi-functional entrepreneur. Like I have four kids. It's stable. It's working. We're happy. We have refocused and it's working. I have recently homeschooled my kids like enrolled them in homeschooling because the public school system had me bent like they were tripping you know what I'm saying like they know we're already dealing with virtual learning thanks to Miss Corona and y'all want to be playing games I understand that y'all have a lot of students to focus on but y'all shouldn't you know what I'm saying not be in communication excuse me should not be in communication. Like, that's just so unprofessional. And then when we call asking questions, you don't have answers at all. Like, or if you have the answers, you don't want to give them because what you don't know them. Like, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. The school that my kids were recently just in, like, they were just so unprofessional, so just not even functional. Like, I don't even understand why the school is open. But that's another story, too. Um, It was just off the wall and it's like y'all not finna hit me with no crazy case you're not finna hit me with truancy you're not about to hit me with uh a retention of grade like you not no no so what i'm about to do i'm about to do your job for you i'm gonna take them out of your school i'm gonna stop letting you earn a paycheck for them 
because that's really what's going on. And I'm going to do this myself. And we're going to see where that goes. We're going to see how we do that. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a big thing. Like, (laughs) it's just a big thing in my household. We're just trying to make things different. Um, Growing up, we got vaccines and went to church every Sunday. And things were different. In my household now, because of the person I am, yo... We be chilling, like <laughs> we be chilling, like I don't care, like I let I let things slide because it's like it's not that serious, it's not that deep. If you got something to say, then say it. If you don't feel like being around me, then bounce the fuck. <laughs> like that's just how and what we are. Um relationship wise, guys, I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm doing. Don't ask me no questions about no relationship. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't have the answers, but I will tell you guys that consistency and communication. Okay? I will say that consistency and communication. It works. It, It works. Okay? It is the only way it will work. If you are consistent, it it solves a lot of problems. You know what I'm saying? If you communicate, it also solves a lot of problems. So those two things are major for me, and it creates who I am. Hi, baby. You want to say hello to the people? Say hi. So, yeah, guys, like, that is just what it is. I want to let you know that it's okay to be a certain way growing up and saying no. I don't want to be like that. I want to be different and erasing entirely who you are and becoming someone else. That's okay. Don't let people call you fake. They fake. They dumb for staying, for wanting to stay the same way all their life. Like if it's not working, it ain't working. Fix it. They say don't fix what's not broken. That's broke. Like, (laughs) so just be who you are. Who fucking cares? Like, I am blunt. I'm honest. If you don't want to hear what I have to say, don't ask me. Please don't ask me your opinion. If you ask me, understand something. You're going to get the most honest, blunt truth if you want to hear it that way or not. Now, I am compassionate. I do show empathy. I know how to do that, but it depends on the situation. If you ask me something that I feel like you should already know, then I'm going to come at you like that. But if it's something like, okay, you really need me, then I'm I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna show my support. I'm gonna be there. But you just gotta come correct. <laughs> like, I don't I don't really be with the bullshit. Uh I'm a lover and a fighter. Understand something. I will have to have the last word. It is in my blood pool, is in my genes to have the absolute last word. There's no way that you can win an argument with me. Because either we're going to win one way or another. Understand me? (laughs) So, be who you are. Don't let no one tell you that you can't be that way. Or you need to change who you are and what you are to be accepted to society. To be okay in other groups. To be just available No, fuck that. If you have to be by yourself because no one understands who you are, then understand something. It was God's plan for you to be by yourself. The right people will come into your life. They will connect with you. Don't go out searching for people. 
that's doing extra, that's doing the most. Be who you are. Till today, I have about two friends who I can call on at any given moment and just rant and give my heart out, pour my eyes out, just do it all. And they will stay on the phone, either fall asleep, doing whatever they're doing on their end. But when I ask a question, they respond. When I need them, they're here. When I need to go somewhere, they're on the clock. Like, it's just, it works out. So the right people will come into your life. And that's fine. They will understand who you are. I'm telling you, my friends will say, like, and we joke because everyone, parents, say my name the exact same way. So when my friend's over here and we're laughing, we're talking about, you know what I'm saying, her parents, we like, uh, I told her, I say, bro, all y'all parents could say my name the same way. Jennifer. Like, <laughs> it is just like, you with Jennifer. You with that Jennifer girl. You with Jennifer. Jennifer with all them kids. Like, it's always the exact same way. And it's like, yes, it's me. Yes. Yes, it's me. So, I am who I am. I always tell people, don't let me meet your people. Because they will say, oh, that's who I need you to stay away from. Because I'm going to come at you the way you come at me. If you say, hmm, she's pretty. I'm going to say, hmm, you're not so bad yourself. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not about to, I'm... I'm going to come at you the way you come at me regardless. I don't, it's, it's second nature to me almost. It's not changeable. I've tried. I've tried to change it. I've tried to, I guess what they call be nice. <laughs> but if you're nice, nasty to me, you're just going to get nasty back. Like I can't, I can't compete with you because it's not really a competition. You're going to be nice, nasty. I'm going to be nasty. You're going to hear it, feel it, see it, taste it. You're, it's going to be all over you and covered in you. So it's just who I am. Like, And people who understand that, understand that. We have lines. We have boundaries. We laugh. We joke. It's an understanding. It's an acknowledgement. You know what I'm saying? There's a bond between everyone in my inner circle. Me knowing who they are, they know who I am. They know that if you come to my house, I am bound to fall asleep on you. I will pop a nap quick. I will say, okay, I love y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you for everything and lay down. Or I won't say nothing at all. I will just politely lay in my bed and go to sleep. And if you see that I'm asleep, you see that I'm asleep. If you choose to leave, then you choose to leave. But shit, most of the time people just stay and be on their phone or fuck, take a nap with me because it's the energy, it's the vibe that I give out because the person I am. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode tonight. Like I said, this is not our usual drop time, date, or anything, but... Like I said, life happens, but I had to get this out there. It's just been bugging me that I did not drop it on Sunday. So here you guys are. And once again, I apologize. And I promise to do better, guys. I'm trying. Okay, I am trying to get my life together as we speak. Um, It is now... 11 o'clock and this was supposed to drop two hours ago so with that being said I am going to close out with my favorite quote 
and that will be do not tell me the sky is the limit with footprints on the moon and if you are to look up footprints on the moon it is a nonprofit organization hosted and organized by me you can follow me on all social media accounts at speak that shit sis on instagram and facebook this podcast will be available on most of your podcast platforms breaker radio public overcast spotify such and such so thank you i love you and i am out peace